we have been dealing with the Lord's Prayer perhaps in a different way than you have ever heard it before. <laughs> but the Lord's Prayer is not a prayer in which we pray, that we repeat, but it is a model prayer. There are elements that he wants us to understand that, that ought to be a part of our living, a part of our everyday expressing, a part of knowing him, of knowing him and who he is and to us and, and who we are to him. We, we dealt with that, first of all, you got to know that you're in relationship with him. He's your father, and, and like with any father, as a child, you can come running to him. I have to come running to him. You know, it's not a far away guy. He's right here, right now. The, the hollow is to recognize that he's bigger than anything you will ever face. I, I don't care what Trump does or anybody else does. Our God is in control right now. You, you got to know that. You got to know that. It, it is the ability to lift him higher to make your troubles smaller. But this is the last portion of Hallowed Be Thy Name. And the character or the person I, I, I want us to look at is really that of Moses. I'm going to skip the, 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 the prayer in Matthew 6 and 9 where it says, Hallowed Be Thy Name. And I want to go to our text that I'm going to launch from, which is Exodus 33, 12 to 23. And the question I want to ask from this text is, how big, how awesome do you see God? <laughs> I think it shows up in our everyday attitude. I think it shows up when life doesn't do what it's supposed to do and how we handle it. I think it shows up in, in how much integrity we walk in. Because there's no way you could truly see God and act anyway. Seeing God has a profound effect. Profound effect. How you see yourself. <laughs> There's a boldness and a confidence in a God who has you when you see him. But I, I want us to see this in scripture. Because hollow means how we see him. How, how awesome, how big, how holy, how excellent, how majestic, how, 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 how. It says, then Moses said to the Lord, see, you, you said to me to bring up these people, but you have not let me know whom you would send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have found grace in my sight. 
Now, therefore, I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight. And consider that this nation is your people. And he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. And then he said to him, Moses said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us. So we shall be separated, your people and I, from all the people whom are upon the face of the earth. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken. For you have found grace in my sight. I know you by name. And Moses said, please show me your glory. That's enough. <laughs> Father, even now, make clear your word. Speak that which you want to speak to us. Allow your Shekinah glory to rest on us. Lord, even now. Lord, even now. But even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I want you to understand the scene that we are seeing. Moses, at this point, is a broken man. He, he, he has been humbled by the events that has happened. The situation that he's in did not go the way he thought it would go. <laughs> Here he is right where God wants him to go, doing what God wants him to do, powerful, anointed, and, 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 and what he never dared to think Happen, happen. He is up on the mountain again because he has just came down from the people where the people has rose up to play. I mean, these same people that God used him to do miracles with, these, these same people that went through the Red Sea, these same people have seen the, the, the power of God, these same people that seen God do some awesome things. And just because Moses wasn't there for 40 days, 
and they have rose up to play. And now don't get me wrong. When the Bible said they rose up to play, they was doing everything and anything. They was dropping it like it was hot. <laughs> I mean, they was making up new sins and doing that. <laughs> Matter of fact, on the way down the mountain, Moses said, sound like war. God said, oh no, it's not war. You know, you know, you know, you know, it's really bad when you got kin that you don't want to recognize as kin. That's what I said, isn't that your cousin? Well, what you, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> And here Moses and God, God said, these are your people you brought over, you brought, and Moses said, oh no, it's your people that you. <laughs> but, but can you, can you see Moses who is broken? He'd been trained in the finest of the, of the most brilliant empire of that time. He, he grew up under Pharaoh, and, and the Egyptian nation was a bad shut your mouth. Let me do some history lesson with you real quick, because we need to know this. They have just found an Egyptian tomb 4,400 years, it been uncovered, and they just opened it. And in it are pictures of Egyptians, and the Egyptians look just like us. The phoenix, the statue that was built, Napoleon shot the nose off because they did not want it to be known that the Egyptians from that day came out of Africa. They was Ethiopians. The people that you have today that claims to be Egyptians are not the real Egyptians. Through war, they was pushed out of the land, and the African people who started science, who started arithmetic, who started all this stuff of, of higher, higher intelligence was pushed back into deeper into Africa. But if you ever really look at the pictures, they on purpose colored them dark. And anybody that really know history know this. You cannot deny it. It's in the paintings. It's in the statues. It's in the pictures. If you go through history books, even said it, said these are African people. The original ones was from Africa. They was from Kush. And, but, but because we don't read. Because we don't go deep. So therefore, we think we've never been on top. What you talking about? We was on the top of the top. But it proves that no matter who's on top, if Jesus is not on top, they can't handle it. <laughs> can't handle it. It seems as though Moses is facing failure. And you hear in his voice, 
a man that has come to the end of his own knowledge and he is saying to God, I can't do what you have asked me to do. Can I step into this a little bit? For anyone who think you got a vision, if your vision is small enough for you to handle, it, that vision isn't from God. God will never, do, never give you a vision that you can do of your own strength, that you can do of your own understanding, that you can do of your own ability, unless your vision is so big that it humbles you. And you recognize that if God don't do it, it won't be done. And then, then that, you, need to, you need to go back and ask God to give you the right vision. Because if you can do it in your own strength, God didn't do it. He's broken because when he said who's on the Lord's side, there are ones who said that there's on the Lord's side. There's others that is rebellion, and Moses has to tell the Levites who, who's supposed to be cursed, but now they said, we're on your side. He had to tell them, take the sword, and whoever is on that other side, even if your brother, your wife, kill them. Because God can't have rebellion in the camp. He's Lord or he's not Lord. So here he is after that episode, after that. It's God's man and his God in conversation. Nobody else is around. You got to get to the place where you got to get to God all by yourself. There's some situations you can't bring nobody with you. Your, your prayer partner can't come with you. There, there's some things that's so heavy. There, there, there's some things that, that, that it requires you to sacrifice some food, to sacrifice some time, that, 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 that you got to put the TV down, the radio down, the, the, the cell phone down. There's some things you don't find on Facebook. There's social media things when God says, shut it down. Because I'm not speaking through that. I need your undivided attention. You know what? I used to believe that when trouble hit, it was from the devil. Now I realize that sometimes God will stir up trouble just for you so that you will recognize you can't do it. You know, I hate to tell somebody this. God can't use you when you're full of self. Life will humble you. Oh, you can't. No, 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 no. You can't show me somebody full of pride. And, and, and they got a, a great anointing on them. You know why? Great anointing and great power. If, if you're full of pride, you will hurt folks. Some of the problem with some leaders is that they haven't been humbled enough because, 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 because there's the danger of, of, of willing power and hurting. Let me go. Let me. 
God humbles you so that you don't fight your own fight. Some of us is always ready to fight. What you call me? I just said hi. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, fight the waitress, fight the repairman, fight the usher, fight. People see you come and say, oh no. And they have the nerve to say, he's, he's, he, I'm blessed and highly when, where, how? Because, because when you're blessed or have a favor, you become a blessing. Hold on, let me go, let me go here. Can I take this deep? See, the truth of the matter is, when it's God, you don't even see God using you. It's, there's no effort to it. It's the flow of the Holy Spirit. See, see, human love will love you now but hate you tomorrow. But God's love is, even if you did me wrong, I'm still going to love you. I'm not going to change for you. I may not put my heart on the, I may not put my heart in danger, but my love towards you, my attitude towards you. It it may take me a while to forgive you, but I'm going to forgive you because I don't want you to corrupt my heart. Don't let nobody corrupt your heart. Don't let nobody corrupt your heart. Don't let nobody corrupt your heart. Nobody is that important that you let them corrupt your heart. Not your mama, not your daddy, not that boyfriend, not the husband, not no one. The one thing I won't let you corrupt is my heart. Because if you corrupt my heart, I'm messed up with God. Moses has a reason to be mad, but you hear no attitude in his prayer. He's even asking God to bless the ones that have done wrong. He even said, Lord, they're your inheritance. See, your vision has to be God's vision. And you got to see that God can use adverse situations to get you where he wants to get you. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you keep on jumping out the fire, you're never going to move forward. If you keep on finding the easy way, who told you it was easy? You know what? If God would have let me know all that I had to go through up to this point, I wouldn't have started it. I'm so glad he kept some things secret from me. Oh, I'm so glad. But I tell you what, the benefit of the favor the benefit of God's grace 
is greater than all the hurt. But I will tell you, power costs something. Anointing costs something. To know God's heart costs something. But I will say it's worth the cost. Listen, watch, 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 watch. Listen to him. Listen to him. He says, Lord, you have not told me who's going to go with us. Wait a minute, mother, you're a bad boy. You was in line to take over Egypt, become the next pharaoh. They trained you in everything, leadership. He said, yeah, but that human knowledge don't operate in God's calling. Did you hear what I said? The world's way. See, for many of us, we think we bring something to the table. But, you know, when I go back to Genesis, and I go back to Genesis chapter 2, what I discover is Adam and Eve had nothing to offer. That's right, that's right. Listen, God said, whoop, whoop, made. Come over here. Zoop, zoop, made. They come... They don't even have clothes on. They don't even know anything. There is no knowledge to be known except from what God downloads to them. So watch this. Their relationship with God was simple. Delight in me and I delight in you. Not bring him anything. Not do anything, not be anything. I let you know what you need to know. You already approve. I just want you to delight in me and I delight in you. Then what I give you, you just offer it back up and say, thank you, daddy. Wasn't winning approval. You already got his approval. Not trying to make yourself acceptable. You're already acceptable. It's not trying to be good enough. In Jesus, you are good enough. But when sin came, it turned that upside down. Now, Everything is, you got to prove yourself. You got to win approval. You got, and, and, and many times, even as a Christian, yes, we struggle mm-hmm. yes, sir. Speak, to find our identity in things that can't identify us. Yes, Always looking for who we are in outward things. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That's what he says. See, you say to me, bring up this people. You gave me a vision. You gave me a task, Lord. But you have not known. But you have not let me know. He said, I need help. I know that's simple. I need help. But that's hard to say. Our prayer, our prayer.
pride make us feel like we got it all together. Pride, you refuse to ask for help. Pride will not let you say I'm wrong. Pride will keep you from saying I'm sorry. Pride will make you act out when you should have act right. Pride. Moses is humbled by his situation. I got another thing. God will show you something way down there, and you think you know what he said, but you don't know it till you get here. (laughs) Okay? God showed me something. I thought I knew. I thought he showed me what, what, what some of the things I was going to go through. I thought I was going through it right then. Shoot. <laughs> Four years later, when I'm crying, <laughs> he said, why are you crying? I told you four years ago. And I said, that's what you were saying. Listen, you're never ready. But at least he warned me of what was coming my way so that I could just surrender under it and say, this is from you. It's not the devil. But I'm standing there saying, I rebuke you and I told the storm and the storm got to move. <laughs> Some of the stuff we do, God has to laugh at us. <laughs> I mean, and sometimes that works when it's the devil. But when God got you there, I don't care how you stand up against the situation. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. G- the devil is a liar. No, this is your training. This is your breaking. Yes, this is your learning. Yes, but it hurts. Yes, it yes, it oh, God. The, he said, I'm going to take the evil and the good. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to take even what they meant to hurt you. And if you let me sow it into what I have for you, the very thing that that was meant to hurt you, prepared you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Watch this, hold on. Oh, watch this, watch this. Have you ever been in some place where you know you was being done wrong and God said, don't say nothing? Yes. Yes. Let me talk to some folks. Have you ever been where, where, where God had you in a place and he wouldn't let you out? And God said, don't say a word. Just take it. And yeah, listen, and you there, and you gotta take stuff. You know, you gotta take stuff. You know you don't deserve but but folks throwing shade at you. And you for some of us, the reason God hasn't lifted you, because you won't take no shade. You won't be quiet. Listen. I said, if you can take shade when you have no power. Then you can take folks talking about you when you got power. 
You won't fight every battle. You won't fight every battle. Every battle isn't for you to fight. Every battle isn't for you to fight. You got to know when to be quiet and take it. And when God said, that's my battle, now rise up and fight. knows he has learned this through sister talking about him brother talking about him family standing against him can I I go here when God has an anointing on you and and he's raising you up expect the ones that are familiar with you Let me come over here. Expect the ones that are most familiar, who think they know you, who think that 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 they got a that they that they that they that they, that they uh-huh, that, uh-huh. all that all that because what's it? Because what God has placed in each of you is more than what anybody else can see. Now, hold on now. That's why you cannot afford for anyone to speak into you. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because unless you speak in into my spirit, you don't know me. You don't know me. You don't know the real me. I don't know the real me. I don't know what God has in me. Only God knows us. So I can't allow you or nobody else, you can't allow nobody else to define and to limit who you are. Because most people got selfish reasons to keep you where you are. Moses, I believe, remembers, I'm going to hurry. When God said in, in, in Exodus chapter 3, we're in 33, but God spoke to him in, in Exodus chapter 3, and the revelation of it is really just being coming up in 33. In, in 3, when Moses is told to go see the children of Israel, he said, who shall I say sent me. And and the Lord said, tell them I am that I am has sent you. Now, you know, I think that Moses thought he knew what God was saying in chapter 3, but I don't think the, the revelation of it really came true until here in 33. Notice, God says, tell them I am that I am sent you. So, and so Moses walks off saying, I am. Okay? Now, hold on. I am means this. I am 
before the beginning, I am. In the present, I am. In your future, I am. It talks about the fact that God has always been and will always be. Hold on. Can, can, can I go a step deeper? That, that, that the God of yesterday is the same God of today and the same God of tomorrow. But can I go a little bit deeper? He's saying to you and me, he said, I am everything you need me to be. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So instead of looking on the outside, you need to look up and I'll bring it out on the inside. Listen, listen. Too many times we're looking for folks and things to satisfy our emotional needs. Oh, shut your mouth. God will get you by yourself and do a new work in you where he'll make you satisfied and single. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, God, uh-huh. Matter of fact, matter of fact, you don't even need nobody to call a booty call. Because if you're satisfied in your spirit, you're satisfied in your flesh. If you're satisfied in your spirit, you're satisfied in your emotion. If God fill you up in your spirit, he will satisfy all. I am that I am. I am that I am. Our God is the great I am. See, when you hollow, when you hollow his name, it means I, I want to see you higher. Here he is. Here he is. And to tell me that God wants me broken. David, come here. David, Psalms 51. David has sin with Bathsheba. The psalmist is writing in Psalms 51. He is repenting. It's been about a year. And he's coming back to God. Look what he says. Which blew my mind. We're talking about sweet David, the psalmist of Israel. We're talking about the one who wrote most of the psalms. We're talking about he was, a, he was a warrior, but he was also a praise warrior. Why does he have to say, unbutton my lips, dear Lord? Okay, can, I, can I explain this? Real praise comes out of the spirit. Real praise 
comes easy. But if I'm walking, if you and I is walking in the natural, praise is hard. That's why I could say, you know, praise the Lord. And really, we shouldn't have to even work that hard. And folks would sit there like, I wish you would shut up and sit down. Oh, you just don't see what I see when I'm up here. Am I right, Terry? You know, I know they say, come on, sing along. Some folks are saying, well, come. <laughs> and I realize it doesn't bother me. You know why? Because I, I understand that, that unless you're walking in the spirit, my flesh man don't want to praise him. David is coming out of a place of being in his flesh. And when he recognized that during that time, he wasn't praising God. You can't tell me that you can have an attitude with God and be praising him. <laughs> he you mad at God. And, and he, I love you, Lord. <laughs> yeah, everybody else saying it. I guess I got to say something. Hallelujah. Why? You know, you understand. When you mad at God, it don't come easy to praise Him. When when you outs with God, when you're on the outs with Him, listen, you can be a child on the outs. Oh, yes, you can. You know how I know? I remember as a child, I would be mad at my mom and dad. And though I was still their child, I was mad. I remember one time, my mom said something. I was showing out in front of my friend, and my mom slapped me from east to west. In front of my friends. What? I was just like you all. Don't look at me with that tone of voice. Still was my mom. Huh? Did she never love me any less? I don't know about that. <laughs> she said, she said, it hurt her more than it hurt me. I said, I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I said, I'm still feeling it. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, let's get on point. Let's get on point. <laughs> the, the memory. <laughs> okay, let's go back. <clears throat> I thank God she didn't make me go get a switch in front of my friends. <laughs> okay. My mom used to make me go get a switch. <laughs> okay. That was another day. Uh, But David says, watch this, let me loose with my praise. Let loose, he said, he said I, I'll let loose. If you help me, I won't hold back. 
F you, Lord. I, I'm trying, and it's not coming easy. You know, I thought that praise was just natural. And it says, wait a minute, it is a fight. Now, let me throw this at you. Why do you think Satan fights you so much to open up your mouth and praise God? One of the reasons is praise is a weapon. It shifts you into another attitude. And if you are down, if you are sad, Satan don't want you to praise God long enough for your praise to move you out of that depression, out of that downness. He don't want you to stir up your spirit. He wants you to stay in your flesh. So, 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 you know, you be saying, I don't have, you know, don't, don't take all that for me to do that. I don't feel like it today. And Satan is laughing at you because you're hurting yourself. Listen, God don't need our praise. See, part of him being an I am that I am, God said, I am complete within myself. God says, God says, I'm happy all by myself. I enjoy myself. I don't need nothing from you. I made you, not that I need anything from you, but I want to share how good I am with you. He said, before you, I was good. After you, I'd be good. Without you, I'm good. But without me, you ain't good. <laughs> Our God is a bad God. Oh, he's so bad. Hold on. Let me, let me hurry up. Watch this. Never. He says, going through the motions. Next one. Going through the motions don't please you. You know what David said? We can come in here and act church. It's in the word. Listen, God, if you're more worried about what people think, what people say, than you are about pleasing God, then God says it's just a performance. Listen, a father's performance is nothing to you. God has to help us get out of self. You know, is that Drake in my feelings? God has to help you get out your feelings. Not about you, boo. Not about you. Not about you. Hate to tell you, ain't about you. about you. <laughs> Sorry. It's not. It's not. You know what I realized? You know what I realized? In our brokenness, he's purifying our hearts. We're not for real. 
till God make us get for real. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Huh? We're not for real till God makes us get for real. Let me. Let, you know, he, he's trying to get us to the place that we're saying, Lord, I hear you. Lord, it's you that I want. Lord, my, my, my soul satisfaction comes from you. You know, what's this? Uh, Matthew 5 and 8 in the, in the, in the Amplified. It says, blessed, happy, envy, envy, fortunate, spiritually prosperous, possessing the happiness produced by the experience of God's favor, especially conditioned by the revelation of his grace. God wants to give you a higher revelation of himself. And what I realize is this. Unless we turn our desire, our hunger towards him, we're going to seek something else. Uh, let Let me take this a step deeper. Nothing can satisfy you if you're not first satisfied in Jesus. Nothing. 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 Whenever you or we allow somebody else to be our satisfier, our prime satisfier, that person has now taken the place of our God. There is a place in Jesus that when all hell is breaking loose, you still can say, hallelujah. Uh, There's a place in him that that, that in spite of Trump, in spite of what's happening with the government, let me, let me say, say this, because I think it needs to be said. Don't worry about what's happening in the White House. Worry about what's happening in the throne. Because the throne of God is over the White House. Whatever the White House does, our sufficiency is not found in them. Our sufficiency is found in God. And, and in these days and times, if, if you're going to let the news worry you to death, let me, I got a question to ask you. Do you think that God has placed his children in a position where he can't keep us? So no matter what? Our God is God. He is the great I am. That's why Moses came back and said, it's you, Lord. Let me see your... And we're almost through. He said, I'm not so... I'm not so worried about what they're saying about me. I'm worried about where I'm at with you. Notice, he don't pray about what's happening with them. He says, bless them 
Then, Lord, lift me above what's going on around me. Did you, did you hear that? Listen, he's not saying this didn't happen, this isn't happening, but he says what I need is for you to take me up another level in you. Listen, if trouble is on this level, I don't need God just to fight at this level. I need God to lift me at this level. Now notice what has happened. The trouble at that level don't look so big no more. If that's not enough, God has another level. So guess what? The more he lifts me, the smaller my problems look. It's not that my problems has gone away. It's just that from this view, my God is bigger than my problems. My perspective has changed. The shift has been in me. That's what Moses recognizes. When you recognize that, God said, I will do it because you're asking about my glory. I'm going to do it because it's... Some of our prayers is so me, 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 me. It reminds me of a baby sucking on a bottle. Trying to get all it can get. Let the bottle go empty. Get in the bottle again. Watch it. Me, 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 me. You know what God wants me to do? He wants us to rise up and say, Lord, I'm about you. I'm about you because my satisfaction is in you. There's a text that says this. And for some reason, I can't find it. But it says this. What God wants is a, oh, there it go. Psalms 51. What's this? Go back to Psalms 51, verse 16 in the Message Bible. He says, I learned God worship. What's this? I learned God worship. I don't know if you got to go up or down. It's somewhere around there. Psalms 51 in the Message Bible, verse 15 and 16. This is what it says. I learned God worship when my heart was shattered. You know what shatter is? Let me explain what shatter is. Someone recently fell, and when they broke their bone, their bone shattered. The doctor used the illustration. It's like taking a vase and dropping the vase, and it breaks into a whole lot of pieces. The word that is used here says pride has to be shattered. You know why shattered? 
Because if it's shattered, you can't put it back together again. <laughs> you like that? Hold on. He says, what says? And when our heart shattered. Huh? Most of the time we try to avoid a shattered heart. But God says, the only type of heart I can use is a shattered heart. When you recognize that of yourself, you don't have nothing to offer, but he got everything to give. You see, if I come offering, I'm saying that I'm equipped within myself. Because I got something to offer, so therefore, of myself and in myself, I'm okay. But you know what God does? He will put you in a place. He said, what you got now? Lord, you have stripped me from everything I thought I had. I don't even know what I thought I knew. <laughs> Lord, all I know is that I need you. Is there anybody here today that in 2019 that you recognize that all that you know is that you need him? That if God can't, if God don't help you, you won't be helped. That if God don't change it, it won't be changed. That, that you recognize that you don't have nothing to bring to him because, because even if you bring it, he gave it to you. So why are you bringing what he gave to you? Because he gave it. So therefore, you're shattered on every level. He said, he said, he says, he says, he says, a, a life shattered, life ready. What's this? Until you're empty, you don't know how to receive his love. You don't even know that you need his love. Until you're broken, you don't know you're in need. And is it funny? Go from here to there to over there, back there, back. You know what the you know what the, the, the you know what the definition of insanity? Keep doing the same thing, the same way, and it's not working, and you still. Been there, done that. Know what I'm talking about. Over and over again. Finding myself literally. Angry, mad, ready to kill in the middle of a hallway. And I stop and say, what in the world are you doing? When you're chasing something that can't be found in the world, it would drive you crazy. Jabez, come here. First Chronicle, chapter 4. The name Jobaz means pain. 
our trouble. He comes from really the most dishonorable family in this city. First Chronicles. You know the prayer of Jezebel, chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. Here it says that he's the most honorable, but it's after God started lifting him. Uh (laughs) It's after God picked him out. It's after God would have found him in the ghetto. (laughs) He matter of fact, he's the type of fellow who brings trouble on himself. His mom had great pain in bearing him, so she named him Pain Uh or Trouble. Do do anybody got a name on them that you're trying to shed off? Is it because of what you used to do? It's because of what, what that you used to be? It's because of, you know, watch this, watch this, watch this. You don't have to be what they call you. You, you don't have to be what somebody else put on you. Matter of fact, you don't have to continue to walk in what, 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 what folks say about you. Matter of fact, you don't have to continue to walk in a way that's really not you. Come on now. Come on now. Listen, listen, listen. God changed him. Did you know you don't have to follow the the legacy that's been given to you? Let let me speak to somebody. Your curse can stop now. Right now. You don't have to walk in that curse. You don't have to walk in what's been passed down to you. In the name of Jesus, it stops right here. Hallelujah. 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 There's folks that put stuff on you that you need to throw it back at them. Hallelujah. There's folks who won't let you forget where you came from. But God has forgiven it. God has forgotten it. It's time that you forget it too. Listen to his prayer, which is a prayer of of like what he says that most. He said, oh, that you will bless me indeed. You know what? He recognized that the only place he's going to get blessed is by God. Enlarge, let me change that. My influence, my my godly influence. Lord, I want to be used by you. I want to become a blesser for you. So, Lord, I want when people see me, they smell Christ. They they sense Christ. They feel Christ. They they feel the love of Christ. They hear the words of Christ. That they get ministered to by Christ. Fill me with your Holy Spirit, Lord, that I may be a blessing to others for you. Then I'm almost finished. Then he says something strange. He says, that you would keep me from evil and that I may not cause pain. (laughs) He's referring back to his former life. You know what he's doing? Renouncing 
his name. He's renouncing what folks said about him. Let me not be troubled no more. Lord, that's not me no more. I'm not walking in that no more. Lord, no more. No more. Lord, you done made a shift in my life, and I'm not doing that no more. Lord, I'm not chasing that no more. Lord, I'm letting go of that no more. Lord, I want them to meet the new me that changed me, that ratified me, the me that walks in faith, the me that walks in favor, the me that got God's blessing. Is there anybody who said, I'm not going back no more? I'm not doing that no more? That I got the favor and the blessing of God on me? That God's glory is going to be seen through me? There is a prayer that you need to pray. You need to say, Lord, bless me with your favor and your blessing. Make me your instrument of glory that I may stand for you, that I may witness for you, that I may change the atmosphere for you, that I may change situation for you, that I may bless folks for you. Lord, I'm ready to be the new me. Look, I'm not looking for the answer in nobody else but you. You're my answer. Show me your glory so I can show other people. If you show me more of who you are, I will show it to other people. My God, my God, my God is an awesome God. My God. My God is a great God. My God, my God is a holy God. My God is a healer, is a way maker. He'll come see about you. He stay closer than a brother. My God is a brighter morning star. My God is a lily in the valley. My God is a bridge over troubled water. My God, my God. My God, my God is an awesome God. Holy.